Renowned skincare expert and facialist, Joanna Czech is now also the founder and CEO of her own skincare range. From launching skincare studios to becoming Hollywood's most sought-after esthetician, today's episode is one you cannot miss. Hi everyone and welcome to Founder Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guest for today, Joanna Czech. With over 35 years of experience in skincare and aesthetics, Joanna Czech is a true skincare guru. The more sought-after celebrity facialist, Joanna will fly all across the U.S. making house calls for everyone from supermodel Amber Valletta in New York to Kim Kardashian in L.A. Realizing the need for better products to take while traveling, Joanna created her range of skincare products to tackle different climates and skincare concerns with her distinct premium aesthetic. Her debut collection, The Kit, is literally almost a piece of art at the Joanna Check Studio in New York a curated space which offers her signature treatments. With a six-month wait list and a booming online store, Joanna is showing no sign of slowing down, and I cannot wait to see what's next. So, Joanna, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Akash. I'm so happy to be here and share whatever you wish. Your, your British accent, just, you know, you can, you can get everything from me. <laughs> I'm going to take full advantage of that. I love it. Um, and also, let's just say we're both fellow Aquarians. We are. Yep. So we should have a great time and we might get into some joking situation that might not be proper. <laughs> we'll see where it takes us. No, no holding yeah, back. Let's, let's us Aquarians. Just, yes. Yeah. Let's do it. So, Joanna, I asked my guests all the same question at the beginning, and I'm going to ask you, uh, who, in a nutshell, is Joanna? Joanna is mainly an aesthetician, a very hardworking person. That's what I would say just in the few words. Um, Very transparent, always curious. I think, I think regarding, um, I think very giving and caring yeah. person. I yeah. think that's also part of characteristics of being an Aquarius and always hungry to, to learn more. I think I, that I just did mention it. Uh, Definitely. um, I think that's, that's kind of. That's who I am. I love it. Uh, so I kind of want to go a little bit back to the past. We'll start, we'll kind of take it through a journey in this podcast. So I know you were born and raised in Warsaw, in Poland. In Poland. In, uh, I was Amazing. born in, uh, in a small town, Oletsko. It's in a, a lake area. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then moved closer to Warsaw. But, so. but I, come, I want to say that I come from this beautiful touristy area, Oletsko. Oh. Uh, and uh, that's where I grew up. So uh, I will start from the beginning because you will Please. see how that, how that kind of cre- um, what's I the guess inspired, word? right? Yeah. Journey. Or, or like what, what kind of uh, created me, you know, step yeah. by step. I, what I realized from when I look back from the childhood, when I would take the doll... I would mm. never play with with uh, with dolls' hair or nails or so on. I would put bandages. I would put band aids. I would be always that caring kind of mother to my doll. Always, I had to be a godmother to any animal that any friends of mine had or myself. I had to be a godmother. So that's the way how I play. And I don't know—is it coming from? The family, the parents that survived the Second World War, um, and uh, that you, that's that's kind of movies that I saw that there were bandages and you know and, and wounds and so on. I don't know. That's that's what I'm realizing now, um, 58 years later. But that was me, always caring. 
And then uh, um, around, yes, I was six when I was chosen to um, young athlete groups. Yeah. So I was for 12 years competitive athlete. Uh, my uh, grammar school and uh, high school and beginning of university, I ran 5K. And I also, even though I'm just 160 centimeters, but I did play basketball. I was a great three-pointer. Nice. Uh, I, I love, love sports. So right there, that was some understanding and uh, interest in human's body. I always had personal coaches. Um, I trained a lot. Uh, and, um, and that's where I was getting my discipline from. So discipline was coming from uh, being an athlete uh, and probably being a child of my parents. That, that was kind of that we had responsibilities at home, my younger brother and I. We always had responsibilities. So that was the beginning of it. Um, I did not plan to be an aesthetician. They are usually aestheticians or some people, they have these uh, fabulous stories or, or at least story that they had a, bra you, you know, uh, poor skin, you know, with breakouts mm -hmm. or they saw grandma whipping some cream. So they whipped cream in the, in the under the table of their kitchen, like those or whatever, some stories. <laughs> I don't yeah. have any cute stories about it. I have just one. I simply did not pass physics to medical school. That's how I ended up in Beauty Institute, um, which took back in Poland then 12,760 hours versus mm. 750 hours, what is being offered now, especially in the United States. In Poland, yeah. uh, at the moment, you can become a, uh, a statistician with master's degree. So that, mm -hmm. that profession is taken quite seriously. So ever since I became that very inquisitive aesthetician that, that, that I never stop learning, searching, uh, or so on, um, that brought me to aesthetics. Uh, for the first two years after I graduated school, I, w I had a little place in Poland, thanks to my parents. And then when I was 25, I arrived to United States. Very often there is a question, you know, why did you arrive? Why did you come to United States? No idea. I was just 25. I don't have any uh, smarter answer. 25 and probably not full of anxieties yet, not knowing what's going to happen and so on. And was lucky enough to get a job in, uh, in my profession. So I always was just an aesthetician. Wow. That's I mean, A, that's amazing as well, the honesty of how it started. I mean, I can tell you from me personally, uh, everyone asked me, oh, how did you end up in uh, beauty or marketing? And for me, I was an engineer for four years, uh, not a very good one. Uh, I failed my <laughs> second year. <laughs> and when I failed my second year, I was like, okay, what do I do? And my dad is 40 years in the beauty industry. So naturally it was like, okay, let's go in the beauty industry. I went back, I finished my degree, but I said, if I failed, I'm not good at this. So let's just um, finish, get the paper or whatever. And I went right. straight into the beauty world and I fell in love. And, you know, sometimes it's those moments where sometimes when you, know, you realize you're on a path that you're not necessarily the best at or good at or you don't get the grades, it's okay to like navigate and be surprised with where it takes you because yeah. it's hard. It's Isn't hard. that interesting? I have to say, based on the fact, like knowing myself and obviously more, if I would have gotten into medical school, I'm not sure if I would, if I do very well or that would completely destroy me. I'm so detail-oriented. I wouldn't be able to figure out how to electively study. And material in medical field is so broad and there, is, there are so many details. When I look at those books, because I take medical books and I study uh, anything that I have to know about human's body or, or physiology of the skin or other organs, because we all need to understand much more than just the skin, to in aesthetic world. So it's really detail oriented and it's it's at the moment I I can I, I know what I'm looking for, but if I would have to know it all, I'm not sure if I would I was good with biology, but but I'm not sure I, I became, you know, a little skin doctor. Not completely a doctor, but a little skin doctor. Um 
but as, as I just said, you know, as I said earlier, that was always about caring for other ones just from the beginning. Yeah. From the animal to a doll that was always looking after someone. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's a very big part of, of my profession. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, it, and it's important to know that because it just has to be a constant DNA in everything you touch yeah. and do, yeah. you know, yeah. especially any partnership, any collaborations, any work you do, you need to make sure you're around the similar mindset. And I think that's why I love when we had a call, just, you know, I love the fact that you're my only podcast uh, guest that uh, requested and asked for a call before, which I love because it's important to get to know each other. And the first thing you said is, What's your star sign? Like, and we said, we're Aquarians. And, you know, it's important to surround yourselves with similar mindsets and similar, um, I guess, yeah, knowing what, what, what drives so. you. Yes, that creates certain level of comfort or discomfort. That was comfort. Last night exactly. was comfort. For me too. And I was like, I'm so excited for today. So um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, so I know you, you graduated from beauty school and then you opened your first spa at 23, I read. Is that correct? Yes, at 23, thanks to my wow. parents. I will tell you that was a very interesting story. I don't know how important it is, but... It is. Um, you know, those Polish parents, they keep giving and giving and, and we don't have any responsibilities and you can live at home as long as you want. That's kind of, that's, that's the cultural thing. It, yeah. In the United States, I learn is slightly different. You know, you are done with college or done with your high school. You are gone, done. You are responsible for yourself. Yeah. And yes, but in Poland, I think that's kind of more European culture and many other countries' culture. You stay at home. Uh, I'm 23. I graduated uh, Beauty Institute and my parents provide me with financial aid. Right. And um, my mom gives me this checkbook and says, so, you know, here you're going to be paying back on monthly basis um, the money that we just um, uh, lend you. So uh, um, I got into shock paying mm. back to my parents. I have to return any money. Uh, that was so kind of like I was so disappointed and and. Then, so I was so lucky that business went so well within four months, within the wow. first four months, I was able to pay back everything what my parents invested in that business. And the most interesting part of it was when I made the final payment, I'm having dinner with my parents and my mom presents this uh, checkbook and says, and now you can finish your, you can uh, furnish your new apartment. Wow. So she gave it back to me. Back. My parents knew that I don't have any abilities to save money. Not much has changed <laughs> regarding <laughs> this talent. So, but they knew me very well. So that was quite interesting. That was that little like, what do you want from me? You want money back? That, yeah. That's the way how I, you know, even on Polish, that was on our own Polish level. But I was, I got a little spoiled by parents always giving and yeah. giving, you know. But then they gave it again. <laughs> and I love, thank you for sharing. It's such an important story. And also personally, it's similar with Indian families as well. It's, it's a quite a similar mentality. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, being born and raised in London, but having my parents born and raised in Africa, India, they are that, of the, that mindset of that generation. It was very much like um, all my friends in university were paying loans or student debts or paying the parents and my parents would never request. And I was like, I took it for granted, you know. Um, but I remember like... Uh, I didn't, I, I had to like my first job, I gave my first paycheck to my parents and it was quite interesting. Then they were, and they actually said to me, well, I don't want it, like go back and do something else. And they kind of taught me, the, they said, save it. Or, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, saving it. I should think about saving it. Yes, why do I have to give away? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. That, 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 that word is kind of still, still strange to me, that saving it's very, situation. <laughs> it, I know. I, I know, yeah, we're very, very, very lucky, very privileged to have this, but it's, it's, it's sort of what we grew up with is our, it's what we knew, right? It's so, a um, very close family bond and, and a yeah, great exactly. support from your parents. I, I find it that, that I'm very, very lucky. My brother and yeah, I, and even we both left the country, we both left Poland. My brother ended up in San Francisco, I ended up in New York. And you do feel even from a distance, this energy and, and tremendous support of your parents. Now just my mom, um, 
my dad uh, passed over four years ago, but, but we were always so just supported by them. With our yeah. decisions, they gave us also that freedom of, of kind of, of our choices, what we were planning to do with our life or not, but they, they supported us with our choices. Oh, that's amazing. Well, so I kind of want to talk a little bit about your, uh, your journey in beauty. Uh, there's a lot of moments, uh, a lot of incredible partnerships from the spa to eventually now creating your own line. But before we get to your own line, can you tell us a little bit about what happened after that first spa? Yes, yeah, so um, I arrived to New York in 1989. Luckily, I got a job as an aesthetician. And I would say 1995 was kind of breaking uh, moment in my career when I started working for Paula Breck Salon and Spa uh, in uh, Reebok Sports Club. That yeah. was on the upper on the upper uh, west side, 67 and Columbus. I will never uh, forget the address. And I spent there eight years. That was the moment where I met many celebrities. That was very cool place to be in. And mm. um, that's when I uh, got my first little um, write-ups in the magazines. Uh, I got credit. That the very first thing I got credit, I think, in um, September issue of Vogue in 1995 for doing oh. uh, hands and feet on Trish Goff. And she was the very first uh, the model. She was the very first celebrity I, I touched um, and then kept going on. You know, I, I got... Yep. Through the Instinct, and I got uh, Kim Cattrall and Christy Tallington and Uma, and that kept kind of happening. And that was word of, word of mouth. I loved that. I loved that. Mm. And then um, after eight years, I um, opened my own little spa. E, e, I was there for a few years, but I was really finding myself spending more time traveling with clients. Yeah. Uh, being on the set of the movies, I spent a lot of time on Sex and the City. Uh, that's that's kind of a cool fact. I, I loved because I basically every Sunday had Sex and the City parties with my girlfriends. We watched together the show. That's and amazing. I was Samantha's girl. I took care of Kim I, love, Petra, I was, about to ask. So yeah, I was Samantha's girl. I was with her. Um, uh, and um, so, so they were... Film productions, they were Broadway shows, they were private trips with clients whenever they needed. Sometimes it was Bahamas, sometimes it was a boat on Mediterranean Sea, or simply midnight visit in their home, or maybe on the set because the skin was cracking from the cold that I would yeah. get a phone call from, from Kate Winslet, uh, and she says, Joanna, I'm, I'm falling apart here, just I need you, so I would start treatment at midnight. So I, it's service, and I, yeah. uh, you know, not having children, I was able to serve whenever that was needed. And I think that's, that was kind of important, making yourself flexible, because um, in service... Um, you should be there when you are needed, not when you have time, uh, I think. Yes, yeah. it comes the moment in your life that you need to kind of start slowing down and, and um, not maybe so much of respecting yourself, but, but set certain boundaries because I could work 24 hours a day, but I needed at least three hours sleep. Now I need a little more. So, so I, was, I was working very hard and then... Um, Life brought me to um, to Dallas, uh, and that's where I opened my very first, my own name, Joanna Czech Studio. And then Thank shortly you. after, I did reopen and um, got full presence in New York again. But New York, that was my city. That's where I spent 25 years. So I am now uh, kind of 50-50 between Dallas and New York. That's amazing. And, A, yes. who, your logo is phenomenal. I have to just say that. It's so beautiful, the way you've done, uh, like, did that the, take a lot of work? <laughs> the JC logo. The JC logo. You know I love when it. it was born? It was born over tea in no. La Regina Hotel in Warsaw. I've met this graphic designer, and we were 
almost we were about to start working and yeah. that was on a little napkin at the no. table having tea in so Warsaw. Cool. He just I kind of love. played with that Jason C. I thought that was fabulous. I, I feel the fabulous. same way. Very yeah. simple, very simple, but yet it, it says what it needs to say. Yes. 100%. And I think it's so important, especially for namesake brands, it's important to have something, uh, apart from obviously the letters and the typography, something so eye-catching that, you know, if you saw a snippet of the logo, the symbol, you would recognize yes. in, time, in 100 years' time. And I think it's so beautiful. That's why I wanted to mention it, because it's something that just... Done very well, very, very, very well. Love that's it. you being an acquirers and creative, you know, yes. And I see it. It's uh, yes, exactly. Yes. I love also the blue color is the Aquarius too. I love it. Um, so, what was? Tell me about the the journey in creating your own line, um, uh, and then a little bit about kind of why you went for this aesthetic and what was your vision. Um, uh, my line. It came the moment uh, in my career. I mean, you know, everybody and their mother they have their skin killer. Yeah. Then, then I realized, and that was after conversation with my dermatologist, uh, who, uh, kind, who really respects what I have to say about the skin, because we have quite extensive conversations when I go for my yearly checkups. I love my dermatologist who spends actually half an hour checking your whole body versus three minutes. So mm-hmm. it, it's amazing, Dr. Yancy, in... Um, uh, he uh, teaches also in medical school um, UT in Dallas. Uh, so we have equal respect to each other. Uh, and he said, Joanna, like w- you asked me about certain things. I don't know. I know what to prescribe because I see certain inflammation or eczema. I, I That would be topical ointment. I know what to prescribe if I think antibiotic would be helpful, but do I know how the skin really reacts to any of it? Does the ointment create redness or rash or so on? You are the one who spends 10 to 12 hours a day touching the surface of the skin, observing how the products react, how the skin, how skin reacts, how do products penetrate? Um, You pay attention to consistency of a product and there is no one who knows skin better than um, experienced aesthetician. That's what he said. I said, oh my God, doctor, you just made my day or maybe my year or maybe my life. My life, Because being a Polish Catholic, you don't always believe in yourself. So hearing occasionally a a little confirmation that maybe you've done something right or you know something, it's okay. I don't mind hearing it. And... Also, um, so this is one thing, understanding a lot about skin. And that was another thing. 80% of my clients, Akash, at, at, that point, at that point when I was thinking about creating a skincare line, and I think we are getting back to normal because of pandemic was slowed down. But 80% of us, we, we are on the go. We are on the yeah. go, and so we are all fly, drive, travel, change places. I mean, a very fast pace of life. That's basically who I'm surrounded by. So originally, that was uh, for me the idea to create something with great efficacy, of course, but also simple and practical. Yeah. Understanding what skin needs, what mainly skin needs, um, I came up, to me, it was very important to have a toner, especially pH-controlling toner, because um, if pH of the skin is unbalanced, then I will tell you, you may be interested in or not, but this is a little bit going maybe too far, but if pH of the skin is unbalanced, then automatically lipidic layer gets unbalanced. It could be thinner or thicker in a certain areas. If that's not really all even out, then starts happening transepidermal water loss because you could, uh, lipidic layer, if it's not even, you could compare it into um, roof of the house that has kind of holes, and then when the it's raining, some areas of the house will be dry, some will be wet, mm-hmm. right? So this is yeah. a little bit the other way around. When we have those, let's say, holes in lipidic layer, then transepidermal water loss starts happening. 
then dehydration starts happening, and then you have your fifth step, which is actually inflammation. We all talk about inflammation, but it starts with unbalanced pH. What can affect pH of the skin? What we eat, what we drink, that's obvious, what we apply on our face, but even water. The fact when you wash your face, ideal pH of the human skin is 5.5 to 5.9, I created toner with 5.8, just right there for a perfect pH. But when you have your pH 5.9, the water touched your skin, it Mm -hmm. dilutes it, right? You will understand this as an engineer, at least, but, uh, right? So when it's diluted, it could get too close to alkaline level. When it gets too close to alkaline level, that's when bacteria thrives. So you always, when you wash your face, your first step, of treatment should be the toner. And um, a toner, as long as the balancing toner or acidic toner. Uh, And we very often skip that step. Also, toners are misunderstood and they are very often used as a second step of makeup removal. That's a huge, huge mistake. And that should be your first step of treatment. Then another factor, People changing temperatures and and climates and seasons and so on by traveling. I knew that I have to have something very hydrating, very soothing, anti-redness, because then being on the plane, that's kind of your even fifth season. I call it plane. It's like an own fifth season, right? Um, So so that was importance of my soothing serum. That's going to be very hydrating, anti-redness, anti-irritation. Uh, And then another one, vitamin C. Vitamin C, so our serum uh, C+. I did use tetrahexidesyl ascorbate. It's an ester form of vitamin C um, that does not get oxidized very quickly. uh, So has a chance to penetrate deep into your dermis where synthesis of collagen takes place, but also inhibits melanogenesis which means prevents hyperpigmentation. And it's very treat, very hard to treat hyperpigmentation, but we can do a lot to prevent it. So those two serums were super important to me because these are conditions that I see on daily basis. And as you uh, hear, I'm talking about conditions. We have skin types, but that's what we are born with. That's our genetics. This can't be changed, but skin conditions can be addressed. And the first step that addresses it is proper pH and then your serums. With serums, you address skin conditions. And then they come moisturizers, creams, however you call them. They are mainly for comforting reason. So I have the very light cream. We call it the cream. What is great about it, it has um, tetrapeptide defense that actually protects your skin from reacting to the heat. At the end of the summer, many clients coming back for a treatment, they complain about hyperpigmentation. They say, Joanna, I was wearing SPF 100 and look at this. Our um, uh, hyperpigmentation can be stimulated actually by heat as well. Not only UVA, UVB, it's also heat. So anybody with tendencies to hyperpigmentation, they should avoid heat as well. So our cream, I love using it as a base before your SPF in the summer, or it's a simply light cream that probably men would reach towards it, or maybe anybody during the warm months um, because it's, it's a light formulation. And then the balm. Coming from Poland, coming from the country with four seasons, and if you would not put something balmy, something oil-based on your face during the day, you, are, have, you have broken capillaries for sure. If the temperature reaches below zero and you have water-based cream, there is the situation of glass of water in the freezer. If, glass, if you have glass of water in the freezer... It changes into ice. Ice expands and breaks the glass. If you have a water-based uh, cream and mm-hmm. it's freezing, it, we have body temperature and blood flow, so you will not get into complete you know, ice cubes on your face. But in your little pores, there's going to be a microfrost expanding the pores temporarily, but squeezing your capillaries permanently. 
So when you look at the runners, uh, skaters, skiers, all outdoorsy people, you have a lot of broken capillaries. We call them telangiectasis. So for me, that was the, there were those basics to address uh, the skin. I make it. In, I made it initially travel friendly in a beautiful pouch, and yeah. also I need to say it's hetero friendly. When I pulled out last February, my little yeah. see-through bag, they even did not want me to put it into their plastic bag. I so love the it. size of the size of the bag was thought through. This oh you're good to go. I'm like, oh my God, it worked. Because that was the first trip to London uh, yeah. since I created the line. And that was just as I said, February. So it's hetero friendly if we talk it. about travels. But th- this is a great, great routine for anyone on daily basis. Does not matter what climate you are in, because really stepping out from hot apartment and going into cold, you already change your uh, skin pH and, and that's where you need to address it already and be prepared. Or the other way around, now we are in a cold apartments with air conditioning and we are stepping out to heat. This is like changing seasons. So, so um, that, was, that was kind of important. Skin uh, skincare uh, mixes with all other skincare lines products mixed together with each other. You can easily use your Vimna A at night, whatever form of it that you use. And all of us should be using it in your late 20s on some form of Vimna A um, if we want to slow down aging process. And then with support of everything that I created, and we have um, ATP energy stimulating uh, combinations there between vitamins and mineral and minerals i believe strongly in the stimulation of adenosine triphosphate because if we if that slows down synthesis of it that means our aging process i mean aging process starts at 7 years old that's when we start kind of losing that atp but it yeah. remains uh, atp remains in our cells until the last physical day on this earth so uh, so they are those uh, complexes that stimulate ATP energy within my products. And I think it's very uh, uh, inclusive line, inclusive for yeah. other lines and inclusive for uh, gender, men and women. There is no such a thing. I love um, navy color. So that's yeah. why it was navy, navy and um, white. Another little thing about navy. Until about 12 years old, I did not wear anything uh, a cash than uh, navy or white because they were co- mm-hmm. favorite colors of my mom. When I was oh. born and christened, I was wearing blue. I was not wearing pink as the girls do because yes. mom thought that blue brings out my blue eyes. Oh. I disliked it so much by 12 because that's when I thought I was so vocal already and I could have discussion that I started wearing something strange but then very quickly about 19 if I would not wear like whenever I would wear blue or navy I would get compliment oh my god Joanna you have such a blue eyes or that looks great so my mom knew what she was doing she knew what she was doing and I, I always, I, I, I always admitted it to my parents, always, whenever I felt, you know, I always, sooner or later, they were so right. And I, but I understood it usually sooner that I could communicate it with them. Whenever they advised me and I was like, I was like now either angry, stupid, young and angry or someone two weeks later that wouldn't take even longer that I would say you are so right they know they always know and it's it's, it's, they know they do know and it's such a true like the combination every time I've seen your photos and and even just the packaging right now for your products it's it makes total sense it was it was custom it was custom made you know who does it anymore (laughs) like it was custom made packaging in the the middle of pandemic getting custom made bottles you know oh my gosh no no I, I mean but that's because you said something very, and it's very important to also mention your your line is very purposeful and authentic, yeah. but purposeful in the sense of you created products that you know you know having worked with a lot of brands, seeing a lot of products, there is a lot out there, 
So you, with your experience, I know you only would want to have created something that's needed um, and, you know, definitely also is um, very true to who you are. And I can say, yes. see that in everything. I will tell you, uh, one of the famous dermatologists also said when I presented my products to her and I, she says, what did you do with your C? And I said, you know, I use tetrahexidesyl ascorbate. What the fuck is wrong with you, Joe? This is the most, that the most expensive, expensive you're making no, Yeah, you're going like, to make no money. And, and, and I yeah. said, you know what? I, I just couldn't, like, I cannot do good enough. No. I, my yeah. bar is always high. If I reach it, I don't know, but at least try yeah. to get there. Yes. I, I really love that. And, and, I, and I think that kind of conscious, sustainable approach to building a brand is so important today because there's a hell of a lot of stuff out there. And there is a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. And I there's don't a lot know of if you realized um, that yeah. they are only 6% of lines that they are really born like one-on-one from, created from zero and, and uh, 94 are um, like white private label. Kind of private label, private yeah. label. Private yeah. label. I, I believe That's, it. I mean, I mean, I can even tell you... Um, even for us, with, with my, me and my sister's brand, uh, yeah. the labs were thinking we're crazy because they were like, how exactly how you said your story, right? You go to people and they're like, oh, but my, some of my lead times are nine months. And people are like, well, why would you build a brand like that? And I say, but because we're building something that's not existing, you know, we're, we're getting ingredients that are not used and we're, we're pushing boundaries. And sometimes we get it wrong. Like we launched something that we tried to do it and it didn't work and we had to push the launch by a year and, you know, it's expensive, but... That's I know purpose, every you know? single thing what you are talking about. You know it. And I can believe it. My, my chemist, my chemist yeah. is actually Indian. Really? His name is, really? Yes, his name is Lokash. And Amazing. he told me when he sent me first 370 pages of ingredients that he will be working with after what I presented to him, what I want from my products. And then I was going, to, I was going through it and choosing my favorites. I had yep. 20 choices of Vimna C and all different sorts of um, fresh water and seawater algaes and so on. And I was reading through it and learning because there are many new ingredients that did not exist 35 oh. years ago when I was yeah. studying or, or uh, starting work. And whatever I reported to him and returned to him those 20 pages of main ingredients that I wanted to concentrate on, she says, Joanna, you are building handmade Rolls Royce. That's what he said. Mm, I love that. That's, That's very what he cool. said. Uh, and that is you know exactly what, what I loved, what I love, because actually I, what I love about Lokesh and working with him, he was for 20 years pharmacologist. He was making medications and supplements. So for me, person who, but he's already now for another 15 years in a skincare, but um, the fact that the person could mix uh, things so carefully that we could, you know, digest and intake orally and so on, and, and we all were doing it and then doing it on a level of the skin, I felt very, very comfortable that he yeah. was detail-oriented as myself. I, no, I, you need to find the right tribe, right? The right people to work with that are on the same page. And also you can build the dream and vision together without getting yeah. distracted. Because it's very easy for someone to come in and say, look, your margins should be this, but it's here. Let's, let's cut the corners. And, you know, you want more people around you with that same vision to not let you get distracted. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's, it happens. I mean, sometimes oh, I, I so do that. Easy. You know, and we have to. We're building a brand as well. It needs to be profitable. It needs to make money. It needs to drive revenue. There is other things. But before all of that, what is your why and what is your yeah. purpose? I mean, the beginnings might not be even so profitable. We are learning no, so won't. much. We, yeah. uh, we are learning so much. We knew, uh, and I will be very open here, we knew that probably uh, launching with the kit, which introducing customer to five new products that might not have been the most fantastic idea, but mm. now we have individuals, individuals that we offer absolutely. and that makes a huge difference. Uh, yeah. Because also initially everybody thought that this is a tra like travel kit only. No, mm. I just made it travel friendly. So if you want to go, you can pack there and nothing will break, nothing will leak. But that was that kind of misconception because that was yeah. also, fa there are facial wipes there, they are sheet masks just mm. for comfort and practicality. But, um, but we are back 
on, you know, straight way, the way, but we are learning. We, we are yeah, learning. You learn, you and adapt. I have 35 years experience in taking care of people, but I have only nine years experience if being founder of a skincare line, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, and, and they're of two that, different creatures, yes. Two different creatures, and of the creatures, there are very also different Every year is different. I mean, the pandemic is a perfect example, right? Yeah, yeah. Having a whole new model, like you can't, you have to be all online, social media. Also, travel wasn't happening for a while. Yeah. I know you also launched like, you know, sanitizer and like masks. Yeah, because, you know, yes. You had to, yeah. you had to adapt. And I'm sure that wasn't the first thought in building the brand was let's launch Definitely face not. masks. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, uh, interesting thing we got to, to kind of pandemic. I uh, have met within about... Less than a year because that uh, I had to shift my business, right? Mm. Uh, I was not seeing clients People. one-on-one. Yeah. So what we've done, I was always doing it, but I increased amount of available appointments and I was doing FaceTime consultations, 60 minutes FaceTime consultations. I reached, uh, I talked to about 1,600 people from 35 wow. countries. Yes. Wow. I, I used to have four visits per month because I did not have time. So what I was doing, yeah. four visits per day. And that wow. was really extraordinary. Uh, why people wanted to get in touch with me. Some people just wanted to have conversation with me because imagine. they said they would yeah. never have a chance. I was so flattered by, by all of it. And uh-huh. um, yes, like so, so honored and appreciative because that really kept us going going yeah yes. and, and it makes yes. you feel connected because you know having 35 years in physical in a spa in with people suddenly to not be able to meet people this is a great way to connect but i actually yeah. have a question yeah. do you feel like today when the world i would comfortably say we're back to sort of a, whether it's a new normal it's still a bit of normal it's a now, new right? normal yeah. it's a new normal yeah. but do you do you like find it now interesting to see a balance between, oh, do you still keep the virtual? Because there's benefits, right? You, oh. have, you can be remote, you can meet more people. Uh, I will tell you yeah. for various reasons. I do keep virtuals, but I still have yeah. uh, a certain amount of days in the studios uh, yeah. in New York, in Dallas, and then twice a week, two days a week are um, for virtual consultations. And Amazing. since we are talking about uh, businesses and so on, virtual consultation is also sales online for us. So yeah. our e-commerce, because exactly. um, 50% of the price of the virtual consultation goes for clients shopping. Uh, so that's, that's very important. Um, and you know what is also virtual consultation is me educating client one-on-one. Yeah. Because when you get a little question on DM, oh, Joanna, what, what is the best for my face? I have mm-hmm. no idea who are you. I don't know what part of the face and what, what is the best for your face. For your face is the best root, certain routine. But if I would know a little bit more about you, I need to ask many questions before yeah. I can create prescription for a client. I need to know um, what is their lifestyle? How old are they? Where they live? What is the climate? What they eat? What medications are they on? Are they pregnant? Are they not? So they're so, and what is their biggest concern? Many questions. I, when I start uh, virtual consultation, I turn into an anesthesiologist. I get so inquisitive with all those questions. And then 20 minutes later, we can get into conversation. What slowly I will be uh, suggesting and what's going to be prescription for them, starting with the body and then getting into face. That's amazing. So, yeah. so I mean, I want to go a little bit, a little because I didn't really mention it, but we have had some past, uh, whether we didn't know uh-huh. each other at the time, you know, I used, to, I used to work at Dior for about three years in the head office. And Giovanna, your name came up in such high regards throughout my time, my last few months there, because when I was leaving, you were coming on as I one of the skincare on. ambassadors. Um, and I remember speaking to the team and thinking like, oh my God, like we have this incredible Dior skincare products, but no kind of, you know, I say it bluntly, but we didn't have any efficacy, any advocate that was giving it kind of the authority the products had, right? There wasn't a, a visage, a face, but someone to really explain it. Um, and your name was there and I did a lot of research and I was like, oh my God, just Joanna is A, a legend, but B, this is so like, we're lucky at Dior to have someone like this. So tell us how um, that Dior thing came to be. You know, so I, uh, I think for the first time ever, I was hired 
before that for three years to be ambassador for La Mer. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of also the time when I was able to, um, to do this kind of work when I moved to Dallas. And my, yeah. my pace of life definitely slowed down. I didn't have Anna Winter every day or, like, you know, like I had, my, I had all my schedules in New York. When I moved to Dallas and before I returned uh, uh, for full-time openings by New York, that was the moment for me to, to kind of, when somebody reached to me, I was able to offer this kind of services. So I spent three years with La Mer. Then I had a little break. Then Dior approached me. And, um, and uh, La Mer, I need to understand science behind every skincare line that I work. My, my um, skincare line is clean science. That's what it is. Uh, so La Mer had a great situation with stimulation of ATP energy, how um, original creator was using sound, right, and, and um, to speed up fermentation process or to stimulate fermentation process. And then, but that was all good. That was barely any scent. And then there is Dior. Hmm. And and I am very um, fragrance sensitive, so and any experience that I had, I mean, I am a great supporter of Dior fashion, very great mm-hmm. supporter, always have been. Um, Dior makeup, beautiful, but then Dior skincare. Myself, I was not sure about it, and then I'm learning. Um, PR informs me, you know, Joanna, we are coming up with with this capture total, and. Capture Total, and it said cell energy. As soon as I saw cell energy, which I so strongly believe in, mm. that made a lot of sense. That two of us sitting here, we have 30 trillion cells building our body. We have 200 different types of cells different, building our body. I don't know your age, but you're at least half of my age. I just have a feeling, just have a strange feeling. Um, it, so the difference is with level of ATP energy, adenosine triphosphate in our cells. So yeah. I offered always um, treatments during my, my treatments one-on-one with client, combining sound and light, which stimulates ATP energy. And then I was thinking, oh my God, sending client home with the cream that supports that that ATP, that made so much sense. And that's how I got from there. And then just learning about all those acetylated hyaluronic acids and so on and so forth. I always was in touch with Clay DePaul, always, even through, even through when I was an ambassador for other lines, I did collaborations with Clay DePaul. I so strongly believe in science um, uh, and the way how Japanese uh, approach skincare line and and uh, talking about detail oriented, right? And yeah. they observe basically function of the skin through twenty four hours. And what is the best at given moment? Because there is a moment at night that we lose so much moisture. So they create product for the night that supports it and so on. That that's Skincare line, I've been working with it, like working as an esthetician for, since 1997. So that's been 25 years. Um, so I knew of Clay de Paul for a long, long time and always appreciated. So currently this year, I am ambassador for uh, North America for Clay de Paul and, and love every single moment of it as well. Any, any, uh, any skincare line that's supported by science and created from the scratch. That's what I love. Yes. So incredible. And so inspiring the whole, um, now hearing the whole journey, you know, from Poland to today, it's, you can really see how everything organically happened. It wasn't forced. It was just a cultivation of just, yeah. yeah, My, my, my work and everything I do is simply extension of me. I, I don't, it, it is so, it is actually, that's what makes it easier. And that's yeah. me as a 58 years old. Yeah, know? 58 years old, I should wow. be kind of slowing down, but I'm working harder than ever. And, yeah. but because I love what I do, if I would be going to work and would have to do clock, you know, eight to four or whatever it is, I, I, I don't know, as an Aquarian, I wouldn't be able to do it, nope. you know? 
Yes. We're the same there. I think, I think this is an Aquarian thing for sure. Like I couldn't yes. either. There is and definitely passion here, you know? Passion yes. and less, and just enjoying the journey and, yeah. you know, uh, and I think by being an attractor, not a seeker, right? I, I kind of say, when you have a seeking energy, you want things, you're driving for it, you go out. If you're an attractor, you will surprise yourself. And I feel both you and I have this attracting energy where things can come our way because we're open to it, right? We're not overthinking it. Is it is so amazing. You know, many technologies, many mm. situations and so on, people approached me. Mm, and I they, I they, they found they found me, and skincare lines found me, and and, mm -hmm. and uh, if if they presented it things properly and answered my questions, I was right away all excited about it and helping everyone. I mean, I officially work with three skincare lines or four skincare lines, but I feel that I brought to the surface many known skincare lines by believing in them. Yes. Yeah. No, I love it. And, and, I, and it's very important I said that because it's exactly what's happened. You, you bring that energy in and those opportunities by just being you. And I love it. <laughs> um, so I, before we go into fire round questions and um, we'll wrap up the podcast, I do have a sort of a desert island question. It's a very mean question. It's like choosing between a baby. So I'm inviting you to an island, imagine. Okay. But you can only bring one Joanna Czech product with you. Only one. What is your go-to? I think I would, if I'm in a desert, uh, that would be my C plus vitamin. Mm -hmm. Yes, that yeah. would be my C plus serum. Yeah, I mean, because perfect I would for get my, perfect. I would get my hydration. Yeah, I, uh, because does not create sun sensitivity. Uh, I could use it day and night. Yeah, um, and also it's a great antioxidant. Prevents hyperpigmentation and also uh, stimulates synthesis of collagen. I kind of have a lot in it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I remember reading about it and I was like, so happy you have ashwagandha, which is, you know, the Ayurvedic ingredient. Yes. This, uh, I don't know if you know, but ashwagandha, when you translate it in, from like the original Sanskrit word to English, it means strength of a stallion, strength of a horse. Okay. I will surprise my Lokesh because Please I will do, tell yeah. him now. That tell him. <laughs> and, I, and now you say you have an Indian chemist. So like, it makes total sense why ashwagandha is in there. I just make, yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. Um, so I'm now going to do some quick questions. First thing that okay. comes to your mind. So the first question is, what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now? It could be any. It could be fragrance, skin, anything. You know, I love Environ skincare line. Mm, yeah, From South Africa really by Dr. Des Fernandez. I have a tremendous respect to, to Dr. Fernandez and I, yeah. I love their uh, step-up program with vitamin A especially because there yeah. is so much about retinol, retinoids and so on. He introduces retinal palmitide that does not create... Uh, so much uh, skin sensitivity, but we can get into the very high levels. Mm. It's, I love this line. Yeah, and it's also it's retailed on your site, correct? So yes, yes, it's amazing. it's available in professional spas. Uh, uh, yes, spas, amazing. Um, what is a guilty pleasure of yours? <laughs> I have I have Erica's help here. <laughs> I have a few guilty pleasures, <laughs> like chocolate or well. <laughs> <laughs> guilty pleasure guilty yes uh, I mean Ooh. that could be food or that could be some shopping I own 500 yeah. pairs of shoes okay then it's shoes for sure that, that's a guilty pleasure so, so then it would be very <laughs> and you know what and I love uh, Lady M cake there is this yeah. cake crepe right with 32 layers and vanilla yeah so I know that one that's I yeah I, I've been a yeah. supporter of that little bakery for over 20 years in Manhattan. Ooh. So uh, that Lady M cake and shoes. I love that. Okay, that's a lot of guilty pleasures. Yes. <laughs> 500 at least. Yeah. You're like, my, my mom is the same. My mom, like every time, when I worked at Dior, she was always like, uh, I said, mom, I have this discount. What do you want? And every month there was, I want a new one. I said, I just got you a bag. And she's like, I need another one. I said, okay. You know what? <laughs> I, I mean, since I am a quite open person, my ex-husband yeah. used to say, what's wrong with you? Do you need another pair of shoes? And so I said, and I would say, you know, you should be very happy that I don't need matching handbags. They are much more I was about, to, I was about <laughs> to say, 
the shoes is definitely cheaper than the bag. Still, still cheaper than the bag. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, my next question is, what are you currently watching or reading or, yeah, anything? Uh, I, uh, I just finished reading. I will not know the name of the authors. I, I know yep. you are born uh, March, uh, January 22nd. I know numbers. Yep. But yeah, names, you're very good. it's going to be hard. I just finished reading Verity. Mm-hmm. It's a first name of the character. Yeah. And I just finished reading Golden Couple. Nice. Uh, Very cool. So they were my two summer readings that, that I just finished reading. And I yeah. always study in between. I have yeah. my uh, Italian classes, so I read a little bit. I'm preparing yeah. to talk to 250 people mid-September, so I'm studying Ooh. for that. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I'm, yeah. And what do I watch? Uh, the show that I just finished that I was so uh, crazy about, was it mine? Yeah. Korean show yeah, yeah, called yeah. Mine. Yeah, I've heard amazing things about it. It's on Netflix, right? It's yeah. on Netflix, but yeah. the very favorite show of my life, it's A Place to Call Home. It's yeah. an Australian show, and whoever did not see it, I so highly, highly recommend, and I already envy you if you did not see it yet. Because <laughs> you're going to see so, it, yeah. Because it's just so perfect, yes. Yeah, please to go on. Amazing. Yeah. Um, my next question is, do you have a favorite social media platform right now? I am not a big fan of social media. Yeah. But yes. you have Instagram. And, and the one that. and the one that I kind of do uh, is Instagram. Yes. Yeah. I, I appar- apparently we have a FaceTime uh, Facebook. <laughs> we have a Facebook. Facebook. Yes. Apparently we have a Facebook and YouTube. I've heard. <laughs> However, <laughs> it ends up there. I have no idea. I'm I'm aware of of Instagram. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, like I'm very tired of it in social media, so I think a I, I used to love my word of mouth situation and opening a paper book and strolling through it, and and even a client coming yeah. for a uh, for a uh, appointment and bringing Vogue or New York Times. Joanna, did you see it? And I loved that. Mm. Yes, because yeah. sometimes I even did not see when article you know made into a paper. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite quote or mantra? You know, uh, I, I always use the words, and these are towards the skin, but towards other, uh, others as well. It would be fantastic if we would all do it. It's respect, support, protect. Mm, I love that. It's great for your skin, but it's great but you. to, to the, you know, person next to you. Mm, that's very cool. Respect, support, protect. Yes. I love that. Very, very cool. I remember yeah. that. And my last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, esthetician, what would Joanna be doing right now? <laughs> you know what? I mean, if we would go back to my childhood, maybe I would be a singer. I love hey. music so much. I, no I love Yes, I love music. I uh, used to go across the street when I was eight or nine years old to my girlfriend who had piano and I could play from my ear just the song that I heard. And since my dad, my late dad, uh, he loved music too. One day I was 11 years old. I came back from the training because I, in Poland, you did not have any academic excuses because you had an athlete. You, If you wanted to be an athlete, you had to finish your homework at 3 a.m., right? Mm, So anyhow, one day at 11 p.m., I come back home from one of the trainings and there is a piano standing in the hallway. So And and then I, uh, me and my girlfriend, I was doing with my left hand playing and and singing to my teaspoon. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know if I I would be an entertainer or I would be, I was planning to be a doctor or a singer. (laughs) That's uh... Well, you know, it's a funny thing. That's why we're so alike because uh, Aquarians. I used, I actually used to be a singer. Fun fact. There you uh, go. I used to play piano for eleven years. I used to busk on the streets in London, sing with my uh, singing. And uh, I, I can't yeah. wait to really meet you in person. And I apparently, know. that might happen the end Very of soon. September, right? Exactly. So yes, we're going to make this happen. This is really that's a lot. A lot of connections. Have in common. Yes. Honestly, a, a lot of a lot of things. I, I cannot wait to. 
continue um, off podcast, you know, having each other in our lives. But I would love for um, everyone to be able to, you know, listening, follow you and the brand. So where can everyone find yourself, the website? What are all the links? Um, I think there is uh, getting on our website. That's joannachag.com. Right, yep. and then there is Joanna Chuck Official. That's our Instagram. Perfect. And uh, Facebook, just Joanna Chuck Official. Yes, yes. Well, I'll put all the links in the summary so people can just Great. tap straight away. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And likewise. Um, I, you might we'll, we'll be my just, new best friend. Okay, I, I'm so. feeling this. I'm feeling this. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, we're going to meet in person and it's just going to be a vibe. I'm really excited. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been Thank you so much pleasure. for having me. That was such a pleasure. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Acast Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable Main goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.